Hi, you guys. It's me again. So excited to be back. This uh, podcast episode that I'm doing on Serendipity is called True Measure of a Man. So for you guys who hasn't listened to my podcast at all or any episodes or anything like that, I feel like this one last um, podcast would help a lot of people. Uh, It's a unisex conversation. So... But I'm guessing today my husband is going to lead the way with this conversation because I feel like uh, explaining true measure of a man can only come from uh, a black man to explain what it is to be that. So, boom, boom, boom. Uh, Okay, thanks for having me. Um, This is an interesting topic, you know, as far as uh, opening statements like... uh, True measures of a man, right? Now, off the bat, I feel like this uh, this type of let me see topic it can be defined in many ways. It could be so many slices to this because I don't necessarily believe that um, the true measure of a man can be totally defined. You know, like as far as like this is what all men do. As a, as if like a stigmatism towards like what equates to masculinity and not masculinity. Um, we say like something silly like uh, all men like sports. You know I tend to disagree with that because I don't think every man is just totally into sports. You know you may have a team or so and something um, else to be involved in. Yeah. Um, you know, and some some guys are just not as athletically equipped to like uh, be into sports or or that nature. You know, um, music, everything else is different. But um, today we have a guest today, and I feel like personally, I feel like he's a personal brother of mine because. Uh, he watched me go through ups and downs, but at the same time, he was always a strong man in himself doing the things that he had to do to survive as well, too. So I respect that about him a lot. And the fact that he's a, a ordained pastor as well, too. But we're going to keep it light. We're just going to say uh, Big L. We're going to keep it like that. So that way, <laughs> that way, everybody keep the peace in this motherfucker and there's no issues, nothing like that. Anybody listen to it. Um, so Linwood. My husband has a few questions as well as I do. First, just explain, like, what is so far your story of being a black man? BL, we're going to call him Big Big L. Um, what is your story of being a black man so far? One, one of my story is still being written. That's one. Um, also, my story of really being a black man. I just wanted to just respond on something real quick. The true message of a man. Um, that title is powerful because just like how your husband says so many ways, I was able to understand one thing. The true measure of a man defined real quick is how far you can be stretched. Measurement. How much can you take? How much can you handle? And we live in a world that the black man is constantly attacked. And not just the black men, but men, mental state. So when we go to like my story, my story is very complex, but in 
That's very interesting, man. And I tend to, uh, I feel where you're coming from with that, you know, because um, you, sh- you really shouldn't be measured by like your achievements, but also by your failures, you know. And um, yeah, so many different like ways to slice the measurement of a man, you know, like he was saying how much you can take too, you know, how much you can like be stretched beyond your um, regular means, you know. Out of your comfort zone as a man, you know, every um, man's comfort zone may vary from person to person. So um, you couldn't necessarily put a man into like just, um, I mean, I feel like as like just one thing because there's so many layers of a man. And then um, you have these distinct qualities of different men that don't measure out the same. So, um. So we wanted to ask you a question, and then you, you can start off going into whatever you need to, as well as answering it and telling your story, um, kind of going with the flow here. So the first question is, what expectations or standards do you think women have of men? Uh, I feel like sometimes um, the expectations and standards that women have for men is kind of a little too high sometimes. Because you gotta, you gotta learn the man. I feel like, yeah. When when it comes with expectations, you can't expecting too much can make you disappointed. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that within myself because how I carry myself and what I do myself, I push myself. And sometimes by how I push myself, sometimes I go a little bit too hard on myself, but that's between me, myself, and I. But at the same time, you're trying to expect it through other people, and sometimes when you're oh, yeah. expecting things with men, you you gotta be patient. You gotta see what he can handle because every man can't handle what you think they can. So Absolutely. Expectations gotta be realistic. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, um, some people can have like these high expectations but it's not realistic you know it may uh sound good but is it feasible you know especially like bouncing from different circumstances of what have you you know it it could be different for every man um those expectations i can i can see that some women may have high of for men and then you have like another set of women who just have very low expectations like what they're willing to tolerate so um it's almost like a gray area there you know about that
You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what. But if you let me know, like, right, you got to get it together or get out my house, then you give that man that obligation to get it right or get out the house. Mm-hmm. And if he keep doing it, keep, then you, I, I, you gave that man a chance. Adios, and you know. So at the same time, you women got to be able don't see now you got me standing up now. Now we going now then now now. <laughs> bro, you get what I'm saying? But another thing too, you you can't just let a man do anything, but at the same time, don't challenge the man into a point of trying to demasculate him. That's mm. another problem. Mm. Don't be You know what I'm saying? Don't don't. You, a, a woman is to a woman plays a great part in the development of a man. If the woman don't know how to use her power in developing the man, she can break the man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So at the same time, don't do it to to break him, but do it to you know make him better. Mm. That was deep right there. Yeah, that's pretty. You got the power to do that, sis. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, the Bible teaches us this. You know what I'm saying, dude? When 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 God created woman, He put Adam into a deep sleep. Now you got me preaching, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And what did He do? He said it's not good what for man to be alone. That's another thing, brothers. You got to understand this. I know the singleness. Yeah, do your things again. You know, to, 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 to get your mental, but even God didn't intend man to be alone. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm going to make a help me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make him a slave. I'm not making him a, a, a cook. I'm, I'm making him a help me, which defines that man can't do it by himself. Mm-hmm. That's that's leading into our next segue, man. Um, I like what you had on that. Yeah, so, so um, yeah. That just leads me to the next question. Um, why do you think uh, men's spiritual life is so important? Mm. The reason why I see why I believe that man's spiritual life is important is because that's how God intended. When God, every always remember, whenever you want to understand really. Man, humankind and God, you go to Genesis because that's the beginning. Genesis. So when, so when you when you when you look at the spirituality where man put before whew, before woman was made before everything, man had a relationship with God. Yeah, he did. He did. He had a relationship with God. When God when God created the earth, He did everything He did. Then what did He do? He made man. Once he made man, he gave man the authority. He gave, he gave, he taught, he, he gave man authority. He gave him the rule. He allowed man to name the animals. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's relationship. He gave him mm-hmm. responsibility. So the first man, man's spirituality and his spiritual growth is very important. That's what balance. Mm-hmm. A man that's not submitted to God is a dangerous man. You Look know, at that. No rule. Mm-hmm. I'm not submitted to God. I'm doing whatever I want to do. He has no rule. A man that's submitted to God is obligated to God. It's just as much he can do because he fears God. So it's very important. 
because God is the one that keeps the man humble. You got to remember when he created us, he gave us authority. So that's why man is the way they are, because we would be authoritative beings. God, God created us to rule. He created us the same way how he let us name animals. <laughs> it's the same power you can name things in your life. You, when you look at a man, when he, when, when the woman came, what he did, he named a woman. So that means you have the power. When you tapped in with God, you the one that's speaking to your woman's life. You call her who she is. You get what I'm saying? Because that. that's man. So when you, when you, when you tap into it and walk in your purpose and have relationship with God, that's the number one. That keeps the man level because he submitted to a higher power. That's interesting, man. That's that just like evolution, like um, what a man needs, like balance, you know, because you almost like you thought of as like natural born leaders. You know, you come out here, you um, whatever you speak, the riddles off your tongue may come into existence, you know, but you need guidance through, through it all, you know, because what you speak is what you eat, you know, what you eat is what you get. And it's all about like your, your energy, how you casting that out, you know, because if it's bad, you know, you're just going to receive even more bad. And, um, and speaking that to your wife and, and you have to constantly like speak positivity to yourself because you're going to bleed positivity you know you're feeding yourself with that kind of deal so What's it? Um, I have a question for the both of you guys I guess I feel like um, a lot of women don't realize how uncomfortable some men can be to cry or show any type of That's emotion or vulnerability so what would you suggest or I guess, what is your perspective on dealing with emotions or dealing with, like, how how should a man or black women or black men, it doesn't matter, uh, deal with emotions in life? I think also, to highlight off of that, it's just, like, um, emotional intelligence. And, Lynn, what I was, I wanted you to pick up off of this, too. Like, how do you feel about emotional intelligence as well for a man? Yeah, 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 I'm gonna have to pray after this long trip. <laughs> Word. Yeah, I'm pulling me. I love it. I love it. Uh, emotional let me let me let me elaborate with the whole thing of what sis said with the question and I got you. I'm gonna flow it right into each other. Now, to make it simple, one, you gotta understand in the world that we live in, let's be real, <laughs> no offense women, but it's like men emotions are are, are not priority. Mm. You only got a certain amount of women that start to understand the mental health of men. Mm. So men don't cry and men don't express because we don't feel like we're being hurt. If I'm if I express something to you, I'm being soft. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's not if, if a man's telling, oh, why are you acting? Why are you acting soft? Be a man. So as, as much as we keep hearing that, that's what lock us from being emotional. That's a, that would make us hold stuff in because it's not like we being listened to. You know what I'm saying? That's why there's a lot of guys that be taking time bombs. Mm-hmm. Now, emotional intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. What I'm learning is that as a man, we have a masculine side. Right on. And a feminine side. No homo. We also have a feminine side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I'm saying a feminist side, that's not the side of me doing things with other men. The feminist side is our emotion. 
part. I feel like we we got that authoritative and everything good. We got to work on our emotion part of being able to feel, being able to express. And if we don't have that person that we feel open enough to express with that can hear us, it's a difference between listening and hearing somebody. Absolutely. I can hear you. I hear you talking, but I'm listening. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? So, at a time, don't just hear us. Listen. Don't just, it, it, it might sound soft, but that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. It's okay for us to feel. And that's one thing that us men, I feel like now, and I'm learning that more as even having a son, I'm tapping more into my emotional part mm-hmm. of being able to be patient. To, to actually express being able to, it's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. It's good for your health. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to cry. It's okay to be hurt. Not to mask. I, I, I'm, I was raised masking how I felt. Mm-hmm. I was raised to the point of, it, it's not, men not put, boys don't supposed to be crying. That's how I was raised. So as I'm getting older, this is why anger is still because it's like, oh my God, I, I don't know how to deal with it. And that's another phase of emotion right there like um even anger you know versus crying emotion you know emotional intelligence is almost like um you constantly seeking God to find that balance on being able to respond better to what you encounter I like that Linwood I like that where you're going with this that's good um oh May I? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another interesting topic, man, because we just knocking these questions out. We running through it. It's rolling, right? Everybody feeling good? Yes, great, great, great. Feeling good? Yeah. Cool beans. Um, so, Linwood, how do you feel, even as a black man, you know, but just man in general, too, um, how do you feel about our current law enforcement as far as, like, um, how do you feel when you interact with them? You see them. Do you feel like you can trust them? Is it a true service? Um, or do you get like heightened anxiety as if you're not safe? You feel insecure as if, you know, you may be the problem versus them, you know. They're just doing their job, of course. Um, it's it's a lot of pros and cons to this, as, as we all know, but... Um, how do you feel in today's law enforcement as far as like how they're conducting their um, job? Very touchy subject. As a black man, I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I'm no. a When it comes like law enforcement, one, ugh. Yeah. Bro, your mic is going in and out. And yeah. I, I drive. So, as a black man, I'm not even gonna lie. If I get pulled over by the cops, I get scared because I'm already in threat. Once the one thing come, I got pulled over last year in Paramus. Right? I, I need to slow down and drive it fast. Lord help me. So I was, I was, I was going over the speed limit. Right? When the cop came to my car, I, I got a lot of cop friends. So they teach you what to do. You got to make the cop feel safe. So even while I was doing that, the cop still had his hand on his gun. Now, I'm a solid guy. I go to the gym. 
my 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 wallet was in my back seat, yo. Mm. And I said, Mr. Officer, my wallet's in my back seat. It's in my it's in, it's in my book bag. You know what I'm saying? Can I please get him go get it? He said, sure. He stepped back, hand on his gun. I'm sitting there like, yo. Wow. I open up this book bag and he thinks I have a weapon. You know what I'm saying? So I got the book bag open, I let him see. But my mind, I was so like nervous because of he already feel like I'm gonna do something to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you have the upper hand. I don't like how when it comes to blacks, we gotta get gunned down. But yeah. is that is that scary? that I don't have a weapon, but you gotta shoot me, but let's keep it real. I got a white beetle on, it's white. Mm. If I was that color, I'm not gonna get shot. I can pull a gun on you as a white man. And you know, you know what's, you know what's interesting too? What I I find like interesting too is like their whole approach, bro. Like um, even when they just first interact with you, you know, it's just, they're asking you questions, but not necessarily asking how you're doing first. It's just getting straight to the sauce, like, where you coming from? You're like, can you say hi first? You know, it's like very aggressive. You know, like they just really. Go ahead. One thing I learned, and I'm gonna get spiritual. When you got a purpose, you call by God. <laughs> we gotta learn how not to be fearful. I, I it got to the point that even if I get pulled over, it still works for me on this earth to do. I can't die yet. Do you know what I'm saying? This, yeah. These are the things. This is why spiritual being tapped, your spiritual growth is very important. You know what I'm saying? It relieves anxiety and stuff. As a black man, law enforcement, I was going to be a cop, to be honest. I was going to be a cop. I was going to the corrections. I did the exam and I, I did the psychological test. The psychological test bothered me mm. because of, yo, if you see how they think about minorities, and it sees it all inside the test. The things yeah. that they think about black people, it bothered me. And they even ask you a lot of questions, see if you're pro-black, or if you, you know what I'm saying, if you got some kind of balance. Wow. But you got to remember, the system is not made for us, it's against us. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. I, um... Uh, anybody who just joined the podcast this is a serendipity podcast this is your girl Relly um, for those of you who don't know my name but I'm just going to continue with another question um, what was it with evolution oh, well my husband actually came up with this question so with evolution oh, of go, technology yeah. yeah, what value do you see in education yeah, I remember I asked you that one before. So, basically, like, with the evolution of things and, um, you know, blue collar, white collar, um, technology plays a role in both of these lanes. You know, it could be you're doing HVAC or whatever and, you know, they replacing you with a robot like 10 years from now. But um, my theory or well, my question was, like, with the evolution of technology – what value do you see in an education? You think about um, how kids are in school now. You know, like my daughter, she's eight, man, and she's already using a Chromebook inside the classroom taking notes. So I'm just like, you know, 
I was born in 89, you know what I mean? Like, we definitely wasn't doing things like that in the, in the third grade, you know? Um, I just feel this big change coming to where everything is going to be mostly catered around technology, um, you know, where it'd be like robots or something like that, or old school trades are no longer in demand. Everything's going viral. How do you feel about technology today? Technology now, I, I look at it to the point one, it's making our kids very lazy. Because when you when that, when when our parents die, they can't read now. They can't pick up a book. You know what I'm saying? They got things reading to them. How we grew up, we read. You know what I'm saying? We read the book. We turned the pages. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, technology is is growing, and, and we benefit from it. This good communication. Look like even like with the podcast is we can do we, we can we can grow our businesses in different kind of ways, you know what I'm saying? But when I look at education and it's crazy how yeah, I just be in my business and my studying and my reading, I'm learning something about education that changed my 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 how I perceived it. Uh, every, education is important, but true success in life is when we understand that investing into education is the key to success. Knowledge is the new money. The mm-hmm. more knowledge you gain, the more money you can make. Yeah. I remember my brother told me, when you earn certain degrees, no longer you have to go to a job and they just give you a salary. You can now talk money. I have a bachelor's degree. You're not paying me no $70,000. i am worth $100,000 a year. Mm. Education is a new money. Do you understand? Even though we have our technology, we just can't let it make us. How can I say it? We can't just continue to lean on it because technology can fail, but the brain doesn't. Mm. You know. So if I'm always writing down notes on my iPad, but I, I'm bro, not stay close to your phone. Myself. Stay close to your phone because it keeps. No, it's okay. It's okay. If I'm not, if I'm always writing down things in my iPad, but I'm not trying to memorize it, but I have to know. But I have to know. I really hope that the the questions that we did come up with was able to help someone because the fact that each and every one of us each day we have we have our own story to tell our own journey to tell um but usually no one knows about our journeys personally so you think that you're alone in your own journey and you're really not so i really hope that this podcast will reach someone um but with our segue of i guess the last question we have but I feel like it's very, very important is the taboos on mental health. And uh, I like this one. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's many taboos of what people think mental health is about. So I like this topic, you know. Um, 
I believe that everyone should exercise mental health like they exercise a muscle, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't think that it's necessarily comfortable for everyone coming out talking about it, mainly because of the stigmatism that may go behind me- mental health, mm-hmm. like as far as anxiety, depression, you know, like, oh, he was depressed, you know. It's not the most easiest thing to talk about. You know, but I do think that um, and encourage more people to at least seek a counselor for whatever it is that you may be going through traumatically, mm-hmm. through your past experience, what you're trying to get a better hold of, what you can't necessarily feel that uh, you can forgive or you need clarity for. I think outlets like a counselor or a therapist is healthy, you know, because um, at the end of the day, it's all about how you're able to respond to certain things, you know. And you can carry this weight with you, like, through your everyday practices, you know, your day-to-day, waking up, go to work. You're just carrying this chip on your shoulder. But um, I think it's at least a tool that you could put in your toolkit to have, like, someone to either, you know, encourage you with positivity, whether it's a coach or a mentor you know, or something that you do for yourself where you just, um, you meditating, you reading the word, you, uh, you feeding yourself with positivity. And that, that goes into like your whole mental health thing, you know, like just, um, but, uh, Linwood, I, I just, you know, that's kind of like how I view the question too. Um, what do you feel about mental health and the taboos of, whatever people may think they know about mental health. Is it a red flag or, you know, go ahead. Mental health is something that we need to take serious one. Another thing too, because that's something that I, what are you saying? I can't hear you bro, because your phone keeps going in and out. This phone is. I, I'm getting it closer to my mouth, pause. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a grown man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When we go with mental health, one thing we gotta do is number one, take it seriously. Yes. Depressions. Our mental health is sometimes we go into depression, anxiety, because our mind is full of a lot of things. Some things we put on ourselves because of choices that we made, and we won't just accept. Sometimes we got to be able to go through it. You know what I'm saying? Not give in. One thing that I'm going into next year with that the Lord spoke this to me, 2 o'clock in the morning, becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. But that that's that's the key to maturity and growth. Become comfortable being uncomfortable because mental health it strikes because sometimes when you get uncomfortable we don't know what to do. Wow. Because sometimes you got know I'm saying when, when when it gets very uncomfortable, then you got know I'm saying we're like, I right. oh my god, the world no, no, no. Another thing is or uh, how how what is our how we how do we perceive adversity? How do you look at it? 
your perspective. It's everything, your perspective of adversity. How are you looking at it? If, if I'm going to keep looking at all the things I'm going through in life that's going to destroy me, you know what's going to happen? It's going to destroy me. Mm-hmm. But if I look at it as lessons, if I can just breathe and just, okay, I made the wrong choice. Go through that. One, one thing I told my boy, go through the emotion. Stop masking Serious. If you have to leave people, man, do it. If you gotta leave your family alone, do it. Because your mental health is very important. You cannot do nothing. You cannot be successful if you're not stable mentally. So being uncomfortable, being comfortable with being uncomfortable, it allows you to become unfreaking breakable. You know why? Because when things happen to you in your life, and things that 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 they bring people down, they fall into depression. You can stand up and deal with it. And you know what you do? You help the next person. The the ability you help that the I next have, person. Yep. The, 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 the same way I, I can overcome mental mental health issues. You can do the same thing too. Mm-hmm. That's what we gotta do. We gotta help each other and stop and stop sitting there, wanna play with people' mental health. Stop sitting there downplaying it. Don't be joking on people and trying to make it worse. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But right. one thing, like with mental health, we gotta take it serious. Yeah, and especially men mental health and women, everybody. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people take it as a joke, you know, like, oh, you, what's wrong with you? You'll get over it. But nah, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say. Becoming, sorry. No, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? I mean, I, I just want to keep reiterating that to people that's listening. And the reason why I had to ask the question to Lord Becoming, because it's a process. But go Becoming comfortable with being uncomfortable. I'm telling you now, life is not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. It's not. So why we got to continue to feel like for the rest of my life is going to be easy? No. Be able to be able to deal with the things that that's that's attacking in your life. Be able to sit back and sometimes think before you make a decision. You got to say become become comfortable with it because there's something else going to happen. Something yeah. else, somebody in your family can get sick. You can get sick. Mm-hmm. Something else is going to happen. If you just understand that it's not to destroy you and it's to make you better, you have a, a much better outcome. That's deep, bro. I'm going to leave it alone. We thank you, though. We thank you, truly. Um, well, obviously, I always try to keep my uh, podcast episodes. Uh, to at least a reasonable time because we all know people love the the quickness of everything you know so people's uh, attention span is a little bit shorter than most <laughs> um, but we wanted to thank you Linwood it was a pleasure man to glad to have so you man for those wisdom the wisdom that you gave us today can you hear us because your mic is a little this was this was serendipity podcast and we had our host big l on for the true measure of a man and hopefully obviously within due time 
we'll we will speak to you again have another episode of you know whatever happens in life you know whoever needs to bullshit talk listen I say one more thing before we go. Yeah, go ahead. Just make sure you have your your mic close so that way it doesn't like fade out. I got it right by my mouth. You know what I'm saying? To everybody that's listening to the podcast, yeah, Paul, sorry. To everybody that's listening to this podcast, I want to leave you with something very powerful. One, Trust God in everything. Mm. Two, remember God is for us. We serve a God, right? That knows everything. So no matter what walk you're in in life, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you're dealing with, I promise you God is not against you. You got to be able to sit still. And I God, what are you trying to show me? He is not in the business of us being, he's, he's not meant to destroy us. He's always meant to elevate us. So whatever you're going through in life, change your perception of it. Change how you perceive it. Change how you look at it. And I promise you, when you change how you look at it, mm. you'll see it different. You'll see it totally different. So don't give up. I don't care what you're going through. And it's not being insensitive. I'm telling you from experience. I went, I'm going, I went through a lot and still is. I don't care what you're going through. <laughs> Failure is not an option. Amen. Failure is not an option. You are a winner and you will be the tournament. I'm yes. dropping the mic. Yes, sir, <laughs> man. Drop mic, drop mic, drop mic. This was serendipity. You know, people are going through so much right now and they, and people don't want to just be real. Like, just stop. Pause. Ask God, what you trying to say? He's talking to you. Mm-hmm. The stuff that he did, the stuff that's happening is to draw us closer to God. It's not meant to destroy us. It only destroys you when you allow it. The devil don't have power over us. Stop drawing the sword on yourself. Take it out of your gut. Use that sword and fight the enemy. He, he can't do anything to destroy us. Right? So if, if we have power over the enemy and the Bible teaches us that, then we have to understand the only way he can defeat us if he use us against ourselves. Stop letting that devil use you to bring you down. Mm. You can get out of it. You want to come out of it. You just got to look at it differently. It's not meant to destroy you. It's meant to build you and mature you. That's it. I'm that, was, that, was, that was that was a New Year's thing right there. That like was a that, drop man. Yeah, right for real. I'm telling you. That was a drop off right you, there. Um, yeah. But thank you for having me on. Of course, of course. It. We will do another one soon. Thank you so much for being on our podcast, and hopefully we'll we'll hear how this sounds, and hopefully it reaches someone that needs it. This yeah, is yeah. Deputy guys, say bye, everybody. It's a pleasure. It was bye. a pleasure as always. <laughs> I'm waving too, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>